is human capital the currency of the future? Nitsen Gal, who is a Forbes 30 under 30, certainly believes so. As the co-founder and CEO of ClickAI, a knowledge and skill-sharing platform for professional communities, she's seen firsthand that people who provide value get much more out of their business. Nitsen's company, ClickAI, embodies the idea that communities and networks will be the future force of society. No person alone will achieve or change the world. We spoke to Nitsan all about how new ways of working are creating new leaders, how to differentiate yourself in a crowded market, and what the key to community is. Enjoy! The thing that I was really fascinated by, and it always happened, is Finally, technology did something. Wondering what would be the single most valuable piece of advice you'd give us. We found what we loved to do, and we were people with passion can change the world for the better. That's what we believe. Hello and welcome everyone. This is another episode of Speak Like a CEO, where we analyze and look into the pitfalls and secrets of CEO communications, uh, brought to you by AOPSA Communications. I'm Oliver Aus, the founder of AOPSA. I'm here with my wonderful co-host, Lena Carlson. Hello. <laughs> Today we have Nitsen Gal on the podcast, and she's the co-founder and CEO of Click AI, a community wisdom platform that aims to empower professional communities by providing them with the ultimate online structure for igniting successful collaborations. Sounds super interesting. Welcome to the show. Thank welcome. you. Hi, welcome. All the way from Tel Aviv. <laughs> yep, exactly. Last night came here to a cold weather, I have to say, uh, but it seemed that you guys are surviving it. Yeah, I think we that do. really is the Berlin spring for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, a few rapid fire questions, if we may. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Do you work better early in the morning or late at night? Late at night. Who's your biggest inspiration? Ooh, huh? Mm. I'll think about that. Let's come back to it. What's the most used app on your phone? WhatsApp. Facebook or Twitter? Facebook. And one thing on your bucket list? Australia. Right. Good choice. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a second-time entrepreneur, and you're actually on the Forbes 30 under 30 list. Right. I see you have your, done your homework. <laughs> you have done our research. Can you tell us about Click AI and what you're doing there? Yeah, sure. Uh, so ClickAI is a, a new startup, uh, which is really seeing the world evolving and understanding how people are working today and how people want to work towards the future. So basically what we're doing, we built a platform that is a knowledge and skill sharing platform for professional communities in order for them to help one another really thrive professionally and grow the community. And, and succeed in, in the ways we, we now see work done, basically. What does that mean to thrive in the community? I think, it's, first of all, it's to thrive personally, but using the, the power of community uh, is understanding that we're changing. It's, like, it's more about cooperation rather than competition. Like, how will we best win in this world? Is it like for us to compete with one another or is it to help one another really succeed in its own mission? Um, and we think about it, communities are these new strong uh, ecosystems that are combined with different people from different verticals, different skill sets. And it's like the new structure of one what we once knew as the corporate, the large corporate that, that had everything inside. So now it's like a lot of the market is more independent. 
freelancers, gig economy, entrepreneurs, that each one is dealing and working on something different. But if we can bind the skill set, if we combine the know-how and the experience, we can each leverage one another in order to see all of the people in the community succeed and, and like grow together. Mm. I mean, um, Click AI has only been six months old, right? So can you talk us a bit about the conception of uh, where the idea came from or the, the vision? Obviously, that's something you feel very strongly about. So how did the idea come about to uh, create a platform that, that fosters global digital communities? Yeah, okay, that's a good <laughs> question. Um, so it's all started with the understanding of the power of a network, the understanding that it's no person alone that will achieve or change the world. It's like really connecting a lot of people together. And when we took a look at this, the market and we try to understand like what's going on, we really saw that the future of work is already here. And we're seeing that half of the market is really structured, as, as I said before, like incorporates in, in the regular companies, but half of the market is beginning to be this independent market. And when you took a look, like zoom out and look from above, we saw that their basic need is already to be part of a community. So all this half of a market is finding the this new structure, finding people, finding advice, finding new customers in these professional communities. And once we saw that, we saw the power of these professional communities. We saw that they're really becoming more and more important in the world. And they're providing a lot of value to these people. And we're really seeing that they're the future. Like they have more power today than some of the governments that we're seeing. Um, so like these groups or these organisms and especially their leaders are the new leaders and they're taking us to the future. And what was interesting for us to see is how are we taking the technology that exists today? How are we taking all the possibilities of machine learning and AI and big data and taking all of these things and putting in on the most valuable thing that we believe in is human capital. And how are we helping this technology to really provide value for these communities and especially the new leaders and helping them really lead us to the future in a better and smarter and uh, efficient way. I think the topic of like new work has become really topical in recent years. You know, people are looking for flexible hours for different kinds of ways of working you know, to have a side hustle or to mm -hmm. do like part-time gigs. Mm -hmm. um, nobody wants to work this like nine to five anymore. And you talked about the importance of human capital. What exactly does that mean for you at Click AI? Wow, that's a, a big <laughs> question. Um, I think it all comes down to human capital. Uh, as I see it, this is the, the really, it's more important than regular monetized capital that we have today. I think that's like the new... Um, the new coin maybe I don't know if that's the word but like we're really seeing people and especially movements like social movements that don't have capital that monetized capital they have human capital and and we're seeing that as something that is super interesting is super valuable and we believe that in the future this will be like the the only thing that we'll take a look at and we're seeing it today I like, think about a lot of the I know companies that are like 
selling something, a lot of the time service providers also, a lot of the time it won't be just the service itself, but it would be like actually talking about the network that they have. So we're seeing that also people are understanding human capital is super, super important. And I think this is something that I believe I got already from the army, like understanding like in the army, you don't have a dollar even like to motivate people. You need to motivate them with nothing basically. And then you understand the power of like really leading. That's a different sort of, of leading. And when people can just like walk out of the room and you don't have really a, a way to uh, like not pay them or something like that. Um, and you want them to do the, the most, the best work that they have and to work like not even nine to five, nine to, to two in the morning again or whatever it is, but like really understanding the power of people and what they can do together. I think that's something that really excites me and, and especially um, really fulfilling potential. Like I see so many incredible people around me and that can do great stuff that sometimes the wrong reasons are providing them from really reaching it. So that's something that is really, I, I see the beauty in people and I want to make sure that they see it in themselves and that other can see it in order for us to really understand how each one can contribute and, and work together to the future. And how, how does click work in practice? I mean, that, that's a really lot of blame. I agree with you what you said about the currency of the future and mm -hmm. how, how important human capital yeah. is in a completely knowledge-driven world. Um, how does it work in practice and how, how does it differ, how do you differentiate yourself from the LinkedIn's and, and you know, meetup groups, etc.? Because there are obviously others who, who are trying to build those communities. Sure. So, it, yeah, I, I'm not sure that these are the competition, um, but we are doing it. So what we're doing basically is we, we created the ultimate platform, the ultimate infrastructure of these communities and how we know that they are looking to collaborate, they're looking to meet one another and really work with one another on the online. Um, so basically it's the space that existing communities can come on board Each one can create its new profile, but it's like a new and evolved profile that is talking about not only our titles, because it won't mean anything if we're all CEOs, right? It, it won't help us help one another. So let's break down the titles into superpowers, into what each one brings to the table, what each one can help. What experience do I have that I can share with you? And what experience do you have that you can help me when I need it? Um, so first it's superpowers and the second is interest. We're seeing today that most of the people are motivated based on their interests. So what would be a better way just to, to tap on that? Like understanding that if I want to do something now and you're interested in it as well. So I want to make sure to know that this is something that can interest you. So I can reach you directly and we can both work on something in that area. So like this is how we believe we can really help people fulfill their own potential and help them together do it and if, if i wanted to join one of your communities how would that work in practice would i go on the website and, and sign up for one or do i have yeah. to be approached and invited um so now you have to be invited mm -hmm. um Ooh, it makes it exclusive no i want it yeah <laughs> um, so now we're working with community leaders yeah so each community leader is opening a space for their community online and they're then they're inviting all the community to join, basically. So you have to be part of one of these communities to be invited and join and, and get all this value. Um, but really soon we'll open it to new community leaders in order for them to really um, add more people and, and really create this value to more, uh, more mm -hmm. ecosystems in the world.
Um, it seems to me that um, a lot of companies coming out of Israel seem to be really the forerunners in terms of, you know, co-working, co-living, co-connecting. And you talked uh, before we recorded about this concept of co-creation. Can you elaborate on that a little bit? Yeah, I can. Uh, okay, co-creation is the future. This is how we're going to work in the future. So it's a bit blurry, I guess, because it's a lot of the time hard to imagine the future and how it will work because we're usually thinking of the mindset of like what we know now and the things that we can understand. So it's hard to understand something that is totally abstract. Um, but after working um, in this field, I can, I can clearly see it. Um, and it's the, the understanding that we were going to work like as individuals, but on different projects together. It's like really understanding that we have different missions and each of us can wake up this morning and want to be part of a specific movement, a specific project, and work on that and then finish the project and, uh, and the next month work on totally something different. But understanding that we're so many individuals in the world and how can we create stuff together, sometimes without even knowing each other before, just, just on the fact that we're, three of us are like, interested and we have the motivation to work on the same thing. So we'll connect online, understand that we have the same motivation, understand what each one can bring to the table and that we have all the skills that we need and just go and solve something that we're seeing is happening in the world. It's, it seems like an idea, sort of the uh, curated co-creation, mm -hmm. um, if we can put it that way, that the timing is right because in the old uh, sort of organizational world where, where big organizations had their own internal communications tool, which was never really worked though, um, we're moving to more informal but very international networks of like-minded people who want to co-create, right? So, so it seems just like the timing is, is, is perfect for your idea. I think that you're totally right. Uh, that's exactly uh, what we saw. We saw that this is the timing that it's not... I think a few people tried to do it before, but it was a little bit ahead of the time. Uh, but what we're seeing now is that people really need it. People are looking for it. People want to be something of something bigger, um, something more meaningful, and they want to do something active about it. So they're looking for it. And what we're seeing is that basically, like, the market is pushing us sometimes faster than what we're pushing them. So that, I think that's the ultimate way of a, of a startup or, or a move-in to happen. Um, so yeah, people are looking for it and we're, we have the privilege to really help them and, and to create a space for them to, to find it in the most relevant way, to find the people that they can actually work with, to find the, the, the connections that they're looking for and especially also the knowledge that can help them do this uh, jump and, and go to do the next big thing that they want or find co co-workers or co-founders to do this thing that something's sometimes mm. that's like something uh, is, is there an example or story you can tell us from from the early days of clique where that happened yeah so we have a lot of cool stories um of people who actually find like their business partners someone actually came back and said that she found her co-founder um, with the connection that Click did for them. Um, and so many other people that what's interesting here is that sometimes it takes time because business is built on relationships. And what we're helping is basically ignite a lot of curated relationships. But then sometimes it's not like, okay, 
we're, we, we're good, like we have our relationships, let's do something. Sometimes it takes a little bit of time to understand also where exactly can this relationship fit professional to each of us. So, so we see that sometimes people are connected, people create relationships, and then like some, in one month or two months from that point on, They're like, oh, now I understand. This is something that we can do together. And then they, it's like maybe they can be one another's customers or just create something together. Or they're, this is something that like at the beginning we didn't see a lot of relationship professionally, but you can connect me to someone that will be the next big thing for me. So there's a lot of value and potentially in these relationships. It just sometimes takes a little bit of the time, but right. it's worth the effort. And, and it goes from off, online to offline, right? Because that's where the, the trust is built and the real deep relationships are formed. So is, that, is that part of the concept? Totally. So we're connecting the online to the offline world. So there's a lot of things that happen in the offline that are great. What we're doing is we're giving them an, uh, a boost, an accelerator on the online space, and then actually uh, turning them back to the offline in order for them to really create this relationship. So this is like... a. Um, This is one way, of course, where there's a lot of communities that are international. So it's not necessarily the offline. We're also helping people create trust on the online. This is something that is really important for us and for people Definitely. in general. And because if we're thinking about a co-creation world, a world when we, when we can work and create with random people, sort of, and in different places in the world, and we have to have the ability to trust them, to understand who are we dealing with, And, and really fast, like this is not, not something that we can build trust for a year or we want sometimes to do it in a week or in a month or like really quick. Um, so basically help people create the, the trust online. But if it's possible, also collaborate it with the offline and like just suggest them to, to do coffee in the, uh, in the coffee area or to do lunch together to, to really connect better and, and explore the opportunities that we believe can be in this connection. It really is crazy, the power of a cup of coffee, right? Um, but it takes so much time to get there because you don't know that the person sitting right next door to you could be the perfect person to help you in your next business or to give you, you know, your next source of inspiration, for example. Yeah, when we're grabbing coffee, I, I won't, like, go and, and, like, really talk about all the things that I'm looking for now or stuff like that. So we'll, we'll do a simple conversation about maybe the weather or <laughs> how was the weekend and stuff like that. And also on social media, what we saw in the beginning is that there's a lot of talking on social media and where we are sharing stuff, but we're sharing only the cool photos of our vacation or, I don't know, our family, like only the amazing stuff. And there's no space to talk about what we're looking for. Like, what is it that I'm looking for that will help me do the next big thing that I want, but it's really hard for me to find now. So all the platforms now are talking about how our lives are amazing. And we know all the time that this is like a, a some sort of our real life that we want to show to the world. But what we want is we saw that there's a lot of needs. We are looking for so many things that we, some of the things that are, we can't sleep because of that. Like a lot of knowledge and skills or people or work that we're looking for. But there's no space to talk about it, no space to collaborate. And this is what we also wanted to do in Click AI. It's like the ultimate place to really share what is it that I'm looking for and exactly the mission that potentially this is something that 
someone here is also looking for, or we can collaborate on that and really find answers exactly as you said, like sometimes it's, he's across the room sitting in our co-working space and we won't know it like for years. And suddenly click can help like create this understanding of, hey, you guys should talk about uh, this area because maybe you can find something interesting in, in collaborating and really finding one another's needs together. And, and do, do, do you at click do you shape the way or try to shape the way people on the platform communicate or is it completely up to them? So we do want to help there because we know that sometimes communication is difficult for different people and from different reasons. Um, like sometimes actually like the psychological elements uh, prevents us from talking in a specific way or sometimes uh, psychological elements mm -hmm. makes us think of a conversation or something that someone said differently than what he meant. So first step is actually igniting more collaboration, igniting more, um, uh, introducing people to one another, connecting people to one another. And the next step is actually helping them create on top of that a relationship, like understand people better and understand what's similar because the, the fact that what we connect most to other people and the thing that helps us connect faster to people is that we find something similar. How, how do you help them? So we understand people. We know how, like, what each person is interested in. We know what people are looking for. We know what they're working on. So there's a lot of potential similarities that in the usual world, like in the physical world, we're not going with a sign our, on our face, right? But we at Click, we know that. We know that you're interested exactly in the same thing that she is interested in. And if you knew that, it can open like a totally new conversation about new stuff and, and you'll feel more connected to her super fast. And that's like something that is really interesting and, and really boosting all this uh, connect. And, and your algorithm identifies these uh, commonalities? Is yes, that, is that right? exactly, yeah. exactly. That's like, that's the, the technology behind the scenes. Like, first of all, learning each one and understanding who he is and what's he's interested in and what can provide value to him and then connecting it to all the other people in the community and seeing from above, like it sees, it's like a, a really interesting net of, uh, of people, uh, a graph, really interesting graph to see it, like all the people that should connect with one another and they can create so much value to one another. And we're talking about professional value. So there's a lot of also like money to gain for each one. So we're really also because we know that it's super hard to create a, a small business, to be an entrepreneur, to be a, a freelance. So think of that once these new organizations, new, um, the communities, once they work efficiently and really fulfill their own value, think about all the value that we can bring to these people in their work and help them survive because the survival rates are really low. And, really create the, the, the way that they can live, they can really act on what's important to them and what's meaningful for them and, and have the ability to survive and really do it. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> so as I mentioned before, you are a Forbes 30 under 30 and you're a second time entrepreneur. And it seems to us that lots of young people come out of Israel with these entrepreneurial mindsets and really want to, you know, set up these businesses that will actually have a real world impact. And I just wanted to, I guess, pick your brain a little bit on this entrepreneurial mindset and how you think it develops. And you mentioned the army before um, and you also went to Zell. Maybe you could tell us a little bit about that. 
Yeah, sure. Uh, so there's a, it's a lot of questions yes. in one question. <laughs> That's uh, interesting. Okay. Um, so yeah, I think Israel is like a, a great ecosystem for innovation. Um, there's a lot of uh, a lot of know-how, a lot of possibilities, a lot of risk taking. So th- this is like different um, contribute that something that helps like the building of this uh, new ecosystem. I think programs like the Zell program are amazing. They're really boosting um, first of all learning learning opportunities for new people like just understanding what can we do and how can we be these entrepreneur that we dream of and creating also again the a lot of the value of sell is also the network is the uh, once you go outside there's like this huge huge group of alumni that are like really becoming your family and helping you on the way because it's not an easy way. You can talk with anyone who is independent. It's not an easy track of life, but it's something that usually they're motivated by inspiration or like creating, fulfilling their own mission. So they take on this uh, not easy life, but then we need one another to really survive. We, we need one another to... act on what's important for that for us and, and really take us to the next level and I think that's something that Zell and the Zell alumni group is, is amazing at and do you think you were like personally motivated by the people in your cohort or maybe your mentors at the time as well motivated in general in general to become yeah. an entrepreneur and uh, <laughs> Yeah, I think the entrepreneurial side was even before that mm-hmm. uh, but I think that gave me the understanding that okay I, I understand this world and and I feel that I can be great in it so it's like a great school for you to to explore touch a different subjects in it and then see like what is it that you really want to do in the world and and It's in the Zell program that we co-founded blush that is my first company and and that was an amazing experience of really understanding how to build a startup how to talk with customers how to hear what people are looking for uh, without even them saying it sometimes so that's I think that's the most important and, and interesting aspect of the startup that I see and really like how to grow it how to work in a team so many different stuff that you learn there and also working on blush helped me understand what is it specifically that I as Nitsan is really important for me in the world and what is it that I want to create like looking in five year times from now what's the difference that I want to see in the world that I helped create Create. And this is what helped me understand what is it that I want to truly work on. And this led to the click AI. And, and now you're bringing the community from Israel to Berlin. And, and what are your plans beyond that? Is it sort of, you know, do you want to conquer the world and make it a global platform? Um, yeah, sort of. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah, but it's certainly. I mean, the demand doesn't stop at any border, any city, right? It's 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 human nature. It's the nature of where we are in terms of business uh, development at the moment. Yeah, of course, and and that's what I love in what we're doing is the fact that in each place in the world that we're going. So of course, it could be relevant to any place in the world. But what's exciting about this that in each place we're going to, it's sort of already like built in. It helps me meet. the most 
passionate, the most driven, the most uh, the, the best leaders of each area. And this is something that for me is really interesting because this is how like these are my meetings. I'm meeting with amazing people who understand this world, who want to be part of this co-creation world. And this excites me. Like we're creating this I don't know, we're creating this level of people who they can be inside not because they have a specific title, not because they were born to a specific family. It doesn't matter how, many, how much money they have in the bank. It just matters your mindset and your willingness and your motivation to really help one another and co-create. And, and I love that. I, I, I love meeting these people and I love seeing them co-create. And I really believe in these people. I, like, these are our leaders. And, and I want to do anything that in my possible, like everything I can to help them really succeed and, and to, to create their own mission, but help them also like push all the ecosystem together. That's some great advice to take away. And um, before we wrap up, where can people find you online? First of all, on our website, www.click.ai. And of course... Facebook also, um, and you can find me specifically in my LinkedIn if you want, in Nitsan Gal from Israel, and I believe you'll soon see more and more of us. For sure. And is there any uh, particular advice you would give to budding entrepreneurs in the field of communications, so what, what to do or what to avoid when it comes to communicating about the business? Hmm. Uh, that's a large question. I think I'm yeah. also learning that all <laughs> the time. We're taking the large questions here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think as for communication, the most important thing that I believe in is, is more about what you hear rather than what you speak. So, of course, there's a lot of part of speaking and how to or what not to do. But I think a lot of the people that I, I see are, are missing so many things on a conversation because they're not really listening or they're just listening to what they want to hear or to what people say. There's so many stuff being said and nobody is listening for it. So uh, sort of like uh, emotional, like EQ, how to really hear, understand what people are thinking about, what people are caring about, what people really need. Um, I think that's like a, a lot of value for entrepreneurs. And I see a lot of time entrepreneurs there who aren't doing that, who aren't putting a lot of intention about their customers or what they want or what they really understand and, and think. And you can see the difference. So I think that's something that I really took at some point and helps me every time again and again. And is there a way to learn that? Being, being aware of it and mindful of it isn't already half of the, the journey. First of all, yeah. First of all, understanding what you don't understand there, like m making sure that you understand that there's another level of the conversation a lot of the time being happening and, and you have to be aware of it as an entrepreneur, especially because you're building something that isn't here yet, right? So it's like a new thing in the world and you want to make it the best and people you go outside and you're telling it to people and they're like yeah yeah that's cool that's cool but that's not saying enough so what you want to do is you really want to go to the um, practical people um, or the ones that will give you critics and hear those things as well or hear your customers and really make sure that you know it's a, it's a, it's a journey right it's not a startup it's not you're not like bring a startup to the world and it's ready and, right. and Let's go. So it's a journey of, of really learning, of really curating the value that you're providing to each customer and understanding that 
it's all the time doing the, these small iterations to make sure that the, the startup is going in the best way and providing the best value as it wants to be and that the market understands it in the best way. So it's a lot of small steps, right? In, this, uh, in order to become this huge unicorn that we know today. And I think, I think that what's making the difference of, of those who make it and, and don't make it is, is the fact that they are open to hear and understand and, and really observe like, uh, what's happening mm-hmm. outside. That's great. great. Thank you so much for chatting to us today. Thank you. Sure, you thank you. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of Speak Like a CEO. Your hosts were Oliver Aust and Lena Carlson, editing by Bianca Amorim. Remember to follow us everywhere at like a CEO underscore and to subscribe to this podcast. Thanks, and we'll see you next week. Bye.